0: Welcome to the last session of Appetite for Change. I'm Carissa McKay, being joined again today by Health Promotion Specialist Nicole Emerson. We've covered a lot of information over the last three sessions, and as with all good things, this series too has come to an end. But the topic today is a hopeful one, new beginnings. Every moment is an opportunity to begin again, to start over. One decision should not make or break your day. Choosing to not work out at lunch doesn't mean you can't walk at coffee or after supper. Eating the whole pie at supper doesn't mean you can't make a beautiful breakfast tomorrow. Every moment is a chance to start fresh, to keep reaching for joy. We are imperfect beings and we need to try to live our best lives in the present, in this moment, in order that we can move toward our best selves confidently.
1: And as Carissa mentioned, In the closing of the last episode, we really want a new beginning to be about wiping clean the slate. Everything that we have done in the past has taught us something. Maybe the biggest learning has been that there are certain things that simply don't work. Going on a crash diet, eliminating food groups, listening to bro science at the gym, declaring certain foods off limits, not acknowledging that we may eat for reasons other than hunger and choosing not to deal with those reasons, either because we don't know how or aren't sure where to turn for help, or because we may have been shown down the wrong path by well-meaning professionals along the way. Not everyone who is a health professional is necessarily the right person to help you with your goals. If I have a Maserati, I want to be sure that the mechanic I have is someone I trust and that they know what they are doing, because I have a lot invested in my car. I don't, by the way. (laughs) But if I drive a Ford Focus, then I probably, I probably would be a little less particular about it. They still need to be competent but it's okay if they aren't at the top of the heap, so to speak. You are all Maseratis. Don't trust yourself and your goals to someone who may not be staying in their lane. Fitness trainers should be helping you put together a training plan that will help you achieve performance results, not giving advice on what you should be eating or not be eating, as the case may be. Most dietitians are well-versed in nutritional science, but not so much in psychology. And as we have seen, There's a lot that affects our health that happens between our our ears. Dietitians can advise you on what you should eat and maybe ways you can tweak it. But at the end of the day, it's not a bad idea to consider other disciplines that may help unravel or unlock some of the things that may be underlying the issues that manifest themselves as food or weight, but really have their origins somewhere else. If this sounds like therapy. It's because it's probably not a bad idea to get someone skilled in that area on board to help get you and keep you on that side of the finish line.
0: Exactly. And that's okay. We all need to figure out who we need to talk to. And we all need to connect with those people, you need to have a relationship, finding a counselor or a dietitian or a fitness trainer is like dating, you kind of have to find the right person to find a good fit with. So that's okay. When you do, you'll know, and those people are really going to help you to create those systems to help you to get to that other side of the finish line. But while you're mulling over that bombshell, consider this question. What was your body meant to do? So many people are busy trying to look strong that they aren't putting in the work to be strong. What does strong mean to you? Is it the image of the bodybuilder or fitness competition physique? Is it being able to complete and do well in the force evaluation? Is it being able to pick up your kids and keep up with them? Is it being able to do the day-to-day tasks with ease and still have energy left over at the end of the day to do what you want? Looking good does not necessarily mean that you are healthy or capable of doing the things that are important to you now or in the future. Maybe you're not thinking about keeping up with the grandkids now, but that may be a reality someday. And what will that reality look like? What are you going to lean into? What do you enjoy doing? It's one of those
1: questions that really needs and deserves some serious consideration because whatever you choose to call it, activity, exercise, movement, games, sports, it has to be something that you enjoy or will at least commit to for the long haul. It absolutely can change, but there always needs to be something that is getting you out of your chair or off the couch and ideally outdoors regularly. This is what's going to keep you moving literally in the right direction. And as we said, it can also change over time. So Chris and I, I was sharing an example with her for my own experience. Before I had kids, I was training to run a half marathon and I ran a couple. I started small with, with a couple 5Ks, 10Ks, got up to half marathon. But I had this vision of running a marathon and then I got pregnant with my first. And so I thought, Well, I'll have the baby. Six months later, I'll run this marathon. Now, 2021, two kids later, and I'm getting shin splints when I go out for a walk. So running a marathon isn't really realistic at this point. But for me, I have a love for swimming. And that is what gets me off the couch in the evening. When the kids go to bed, I am... Motivated, I can get myself excited about going to the pool. And for me, it's therapeutic. It's not a chore. It's not something that I feel like I have to do, but it's something that I enjoy doing, that I am motivated to do, and something that I I can realistically do right now. But in terms of thinking about, my systems that I have to have in place in order to do it. We kind of laughed when, when Chris asked me because I have to look at the pool schedule. (laughs) I I still have to do that step and get to that point, but, but it's something that I, I know I have to do. I know that I need to create these systems in order to make this a reality for myself. So the next question to consider, when are you going to do it? Are you making the time to move? If it feels like a chore, it's going to be a lot harder to stick with it, as I said, and a lot easier to come up with excuses. So pick something that you actually look forward to, what was your body designed to do, if you're good at your activity, and you see improvements that'll be motivating. For me, that's swimming. I know that I have been a good swimmer. I did synchronized swimming. I was a lifeguard. So that motivates me. I'm not a great runner. (laughs) I was completing these races, but I wasn't uh, doing it for a medal. so (laughs) So that's not really motivating for me. Not everyone is destined to be a marathon runner. But everyone can walk or hike. While you maybe won't break any world records, anyone can get in the water and swim, flutterboard, floaties, flippers, whatever you want. You may not participate in the Tour de France, although that would be pretty cool, but you can get on a bike and ride your bike for pleasure. Go with the family. It also helps to build activity into your day and lifestyle so you don't feel like you're giving something up, like time with family and friends. If you're worried that being active is going to cut into your family time, use the time to get active together. That's what we do as a family. We all have bikes now, except for my youngest, she goes in the little carrier in the back so she gets the best ride (laughs) out of all of us, but we go for family bike rides. So it could be that family bike ride or going for a walk or playing at the park or playing a game of catch. And chances are you're going to forget that you're working out because you're having fun and you're setting a good example for your children. So you may remember from previous sessions looking at the impact society has on our beliefs around fitness and health and what we think we should be capable of, We are born with the body we have. And not to say that it has to be doom and gloom and to just accept it as it is, we can take steps, make the plan and choose to incorporate the habits and rituals and behaviors that are going to lead us to our finish line, however that looks for you. It's about you and not what society thinks of you.
0: You've hit the nail on the head, Nicole. We need to redefine should be. Maybe it means the correct or best thing to do, but who really decides or defines what that is for everybody or anybody really for that matter? Canada's Food Guide, as much as we we, we love to hate it and we hate to love it, but it's there. It's a good document. It provides input on how we should eat daily. The military has guidelines on how you should train we know that we should get eight hours of sleep. And yet somehow those best laid plans don't always work out. Why is that? Could it be that some of those things are maybe just too future focused? I need to do something now. I want a snack now. I have to pass my force test right away. Changing the perspective to what should be maybe the correct or best thing to do, or it may not be. It depends on whose priority it is or how that thing will ultimately affect your future self. Should you eat a snack? The answer is it depends. Did you just work out? Then recovery nutrition might be in order. Are you physically hungry? Then yes, eat something, preferably something that is both delicious and good for you. A great example would be homemade granola on yogurt, or whatever you happen to have, truly. Well, maybe not anything, but within reason. Did you just get home from work and there's a million things that need to get done and supper is at least an hour away and the boss was a real jerk? Is a snack what you should do or might you need to reassess the situation? Maybe what we need to do is focus on the can be because it implies that something is possible. Can be is such a great pair of words because it speaks to that possibility. I can be healthier. I can be stronger. I can be more flexible, more powerful, more assertive, more anything. And we don't need to wait for a sign. We can start right now. We can start where we are and move on from that place. There are no conditions. There's no magic beans to get you what you think you want. I don't have to ask for permission. I can just be. But perhaps the real trick is to focus on the word am in the present tense. First person singular of be for all you word nerds out there. With am, you are taking it one step further. You are stating the fact. that what's going on in the present right now, not yesterday, because that would be was, and not tomorrow because that would be will. But in this moment, I am, I am strong. I am capable. I am ready. I am courageous. I am amazing. I like to tell myself that. And then I laugh hysterically, but you can still that in with anything else. I am whatever you want to be in that moment. It is the best fill-in-the-blank game that you can play as long as you stay focused on the positive. No negatives allowed.
1: That exercise is such a powerful way to get some much-needed perspective. Consider the giant beautiful trees you see while you're out walking or driving. We're always thinking of being in the moment. Each tree started as a tiny seed and with time and rain and sun it became a majestic giant providing homes and shade and shelter. It lived each day in the moment. It didn't worry about the future drought or fire or wind or vandals. Be like those trees and think of food as what you need to live your best life in the long term. Choosing healthy, nutritious and delicious foods wisely means you will look, feel and live better now and in the future because the finish line is calling. The time you have spent listening to each of the podcasts have all been building up to this. You are everything that you need right now. Maybe there are some rough edges that need smoothing, some bits that need filling up, and some spaces that could use a bit of TLC, but there isn't anything that you can't accomplish if you decide to start today. You have reflected on a number of things that you have been able to decide are keepers, things that you need to things that need to go, and things that you would like to work on. For some, there is no time like the present. For others, it will be a process, something to aspire to and to work towards. No one can tell you what you should do other than as it relates to your job. And there are few people who know you as well as you do. So you get to decide what to eat, when to eat, why to eat, and yes, even how to eat cutlery optional. Had a good day? Celebrate with a beautiful meal prepared by you. Had a crappy day? Go for a walk or do a quick workout. Life getting you down? Write in a journal and get it out of your system. Kids finally moving out? I'm far from that. (laughs) Bake them a cake and have a send-off barbecue. Life is about celebrations and disappointments. There will be ups and downs, Food is often a part of it, but not because it is a band-aid. Chicken soup can soothe a cold or the soul, but chocolate cake needs to be enjoyed because it is chocolate cake, not because it's what helps you through a bad breakup or a bad day. Weight loss and weight maintenance and just Healthy living is a long game. It's a commitment that is going to come with its hiccups, but nothing that will keep you from getting to and crossing that finish line like a boss. C.S. Lewis said, You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. You create your destiny, starting where you are now, creating your own roadmap, learning from your past and using each day as an opportunity, a new opportunity to do good, make better choices, learn and evolve.
0: Exactly. At the very beginning of the very first podcast, we asked you to redefine success for yourself. We also talked about celebrating successes, the little ones and the big ones, as you carry on along this journey. And we encouraged you to be kind and patient with yourself, knowing that change takes time and with the right mindset and the right reasons for changing your reasons, not what someone else tells you, you are rewriting your story. You are wiping clean the slate and starting where you want to start. Recognize when your plan hits a roadblock. Maybe you've returned to an old habit to solve a problem use it as a learning opportunity. Something failed you, you did not fail. You just didn't have the right strategy. And now that you recognize that you can stop the old habit again and start implementing a new healthy coping strategy. The point is referring back to the quote, start where you are now, your slate is clean. You get to decide what new beginning is going to look like for you. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, Nicole, for that great anecdotal story. It was awesome. I found it super inspirational and (laughs) it's making me want to go check the pool schedule in my community (laughs) and thank you to everyone for listening to the appetite for change series we hope that you've gained some insights discovered some tools and learned a thing or two about yourself that will help you not only be your best you now and in the future but that will help you to navigate the challenges and roadblocks that are bound to come up Take things one day at a time, one meal at a time, one moment at a time. Surround yourself with cheerleaders and resource people and people that will call you out when you start to slide back into old habits. Good luck. We know you can do it. See you on the other side of that finish line.